Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, you might have just hit this link going, hold on. Treckle just done this list before. You cheating swine, look at you reusing lists. And no one would blame you because you're dead right. We have done this list before. However, we have got new names for you because Star Trek's after bringing back a whole bunch of names. You know, like, like, well, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but let's just say someone did a lot of traveling and then turned up. So with that in mind, in this new list, I am Sean Ferrick for Trek Culture, and here are 10 Star Trek characters who must return. Number 10, Garrick. If we put aside for a moment the sheer fanboy element of this entry, there's a very real reason that Garrick needs to return to Star Trek. He's one of the strongest characters in terms of intrigue and development, while also now serving as a representative of the Cardassian Union in the years after the Dominion War. Star Trek Picard has shown the audience that an Alpha Quadrant that is more isolationist, with a Starfleet that was initially much more insular. That, ironically, sounds very like the Cardassian Empire of the 2360s and 70s. The close of the war sees Garrick return home, as he is apparently the last surviving member of the Obsidian Order, and the government had been smashed with the removal of the Dominion troops. He is now the most qualified man to lead Cardassia. Now, this may be a far cry from the tailor who struck up a conversation with Dr. Bashir over lunch. However, time and time again, Andrew Robinson played the character to such perfection that it would be a crime to never see him again, particularly when so much of the expanded media has focused on him. Number 9. Barclay. Reginald Barclay may have originated on The Next Generation, but he's clearly suited the tone of Star Trek Voyager. First appearing in the second season, by the end of the series he was a de facto member of the crew, going so far as to establish regular two-way contact with the lost ship. Barclay is a clear stand-in for the underdog character in Star Trek. This much was evident on both shows he appeared on, but it was with his Voyager family that he flourished. Now that Star Trek Prodigy is exploring the period of time after Voyager's return to the Alpha Quadrant, with Admiral Janeway in command of the USS Dauntless, it makes sense for Barclay to join her crew as her techie. In a role that might probe similar to Oracle in the Batman universe, Barclay may not be the bravest of souls when it comes to physical combat. However, his innovations paved the way for distant contact. With the Dauntless en route to the Delta Quadrant again, he would be an ideal candidate to remain at Starfleet and to serve as a liaison with the ship, highlighting once again his importance with the lives and future of the crew of USS Voyager. Number 8. Harry Kim. The forever ensign Harry Kim badly needs to return. We've already had Tom Paris appear in Lower Decks, with Chakotay and Janeway appearing in Prodigy. Seven is of course a main character in Picard, so out of everyone left, who is the most story left? 
It has to be Kim. For the entire run of Star Trek Voyager, Kim remained at his post at Ops, serving as the most experienced ensign in the fleet. As he says himself, if they had remained in the Alpha Quadrant, he surely would have made Lieutenant before the show's run was up. With that being the case, Star Trek Lower Decks seems like the perfect show to bring him back as an ensign still. As he's now the most recognisable single pipped officer in Starfleet, having him return to the franchise over a decade after Voyager's return, still not having secured a promotion, would seem like an easy joke to win big. Honestly, this is a home run. Garrett Wong is still very enthusiastic about Trek. He co-hosts the podcast The Delta Flyers with Robert Duncan McNeil, so it'd almost definitely be up for the gag. Come on, Star Trek, give us back our ensign. Number seven, Ro Laren. Nobody, no death. Ro Laren's last appearance in The Next Generation's preemptive strike saw her depart Starfleet to join the Maquis. While Riker understood her decision, Picard was shown in stony silence contemplating her betrayal. The fate of the Maquis is, of course, a tragic one. They were wiped out before the Dominion Federation War had even begun, with the Jem'Hadar moving through the Demilitarized Zone, slaughtering whoever they found. But, as previously stated, no body, no death. Now that Picard is entering its final season, with the veteran Admiral possessing 20 more years of experience, grief and growth under his belt, a final encounter with Rolaren would be fascinating. While he may still hold a grudge against her for giving up her commission, how exactly might she feel about the organisation that effectively abandoned the Maquis to destruction and death? She left to fight for a cause she believed in. When the Dominion ships flooded through the sector and the shots started firing, who exactly betrayed who? This is a conversation that might echo through the franchise for years to come. Number 6. The Female Changeling What You Leave Behind depicts the final days of the Dominion War. With their surrender, the female shapeshifter agreed to be taken into custody and stand trial for the crimes that the Dominion had committed. Odo's agreement to return and cure the Founders leaves the female shapeshifter in an interesting position. What's to be done with her? Does she have to remain in a Starfleet penal colony? How does one ensure the capture of a changeling? And, as has been shown several times in Star Trek, they all have much longer lifespans than humans. How long does she remain imprisoned? There is, of course, a chance that none of this actually came to pass. What becomes the Dominion when there isn't a war to motivate them? Do they then retreat into the Gamma Quadrant? And do they continue their policy of brutal subjugation of other alien races, as long as it's not in the backyard of the Federation Alliance? It's a difficult plot that needs to be explored. With the death of Wayun's last clone, the female changeling seems to be the ideal character to dive into this new era of the Dominion with. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Number five, Martok. General Martok was elevated to the role of Chancellor of the Klingon High Council in the Deep Space Nine episode Tacking into the Wind. By What You Leave Behind, Worf was named as the Ambassador to the Empire. One of the most common talking points since the beginning of Star Trek Discovery has been the dramatic change that the Klingons underwent. Their aesthetic was softened going into Discovery's second season, though they are still clearly quite different. Now that we've seen the images of what Worf is going to look like in Season 3 of Star Trek Picard, we know that Martok's appearance wouldn't change if he was to return. However, we could still use the Chancellor of the High Council as a way to bring the different versions of the Klingons together on screen. As the Kelvin timeline only began at the birth of James Kirk, it stands to reason that even the Kelvin timeline Klingons could be walking the halls of the Council members as well. The Klingon Empire is one of the most fascinating elements of Star Trek's universe. Martok is easily one of the most popular Klingon characters to have appeared across the franchise, other than Worf. A story depicting the Empire through the eye of this man seems like a surefire hit. Number 4. Dr. Pulaski Dr. Catherine Pulaski received a raw deal on The Next Generation. While Diana Maldara did state in interviews that the plan was only ever to do one year, it still felt as though she was only ever a stopgap character waiting for the next Doctor to arrive, or previous one to return. With that, it was hard to truly warm to her. Constantly misnaming Data did nothing to help either. And yet, more than 30 years have passed since her last appearance, and her name has only been used once afterwards. It feels wrong for a main character to be discarded so callously. There was an opportunity in Picard's first season to address this, rather than having the never-before-seen Doctor of the USS Stargazer appear to give Jean-Luc his news. It would have stroked nostalgia to have Pulaski be the one to deliver his diagnosis. Pulaski and Crusher have also never met on screen. With the confirmation of Gates McFadden's return for the third season, it's possible, though unlikely, that these two characters could end up comparing war stories from their time on the Enterprise D. It may be a pipe dream, but Muldaur is one of the few main actors of a Star Trek series to depart and never be heard of again. Number 3. Sela. It seems as though every third or fourth article mentions Sela, either by decrying the way her character was simply dropped or by praising her cunning while on The Next Generation. This, however, seems like a bit of a smart move on the writer's part. Picard deals with not only the aftermath of the Romulan supernova, the first season also dealt with his relationship with the Romulan people. Denise Crosby last appeared in All Good Things, though as Tasha Yar, Sela's mother. Now, from San Diego Comic-Con this week, it was revealed that Sela is not going to be the villain in Season 3 of Picard. That does not, however, rule out a return for Sela in the future, but it was said that Denise Crosby will be honoured in some way in the show. Now, whether that is with a holographic cameo, whether that is with a description of what happened to Sela after the events of Unification remains to be seen. Whether it is just a small cameo or even an image cameo, it would be so perfect to see Crosby return to Star Trek, even if she's not the main villain of the season. Number two... Cisco. This is a no-brainer. The last time the audiences saw Captain Benjamin Lafayette Cisco, he was telling Cassidy Yates that he was off to study with the Prophets, but he may be away for a year or return yesterday. Well, Ben, it's been 23 years now. How are those studies going? In all honesty, the return of Cisco is a risk. For one, there is the fact of addressing his departure for so long. The Prophets are non-linear. So what kept him? How will Cassidy, Jake, or his baby, who he never met, feel about him? 
The age issue can be solved easily. For example, see how they handled Q with Picard Season 2. But truly, The Return of Cisco feels like it needs to be its own entire story. This too could fall under Akiva Goldsman's anthology dream, which would also help to allay financial worries if the actors are only contracted for a single year. The documentary What We Left Behind outlines the potential for a season 8 of Deep Space Nine, or the first episode at least. While there would have to be some story changes, there's no reason why Deep Space Nine should receive as little love as it has been in the franchise at present. Number 1. Trip Tucker Trip Tucker isn't dead. He's not dead. He just isn't, okay? So let's bring him back to prove that. These Are the Voyages is maligned, and for good reason. The last episode of Star Trek Enterprise became a holodeck fantasy, which means that none of the main characters actually appeared, only holographic versions of them. In the episode, the holographic trip is killed in an ill-thought-out attempt to shock audiences. This is easily undone. Riker was simply playing with the history settings. In expanded canon, Trip is alive and working with Section 31. There has been a rumoured Section 31 series on the book since Discovery's second year, though with no confirmation as to the setting. In this wide Star Trek universe, there's any number of ways that timelines can be merged or characters brought from the past into the future, but one thing is sure. More than any other name on this list, Trip Tucker did not deserve the character ending that he received. If there was one crime that had to be erased from Star Trek's history, this truly is it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80 less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.